0: I'm going to have three words to start the show. Get a roof. Brewers have to endure three rain delays. Not one, not two. Three rain delays in Minnesota. What do we know about weather, especially in the Midwest? Looking at you, Minnesota, that, uh, yes, it snows a lot, but it also does indeed rain. Get a roof. The game started at, what, 6? The game started at 640, I think, was first pitch. Yeah,
1: first pitch was 640.
0: The freaking thing got over. I don't even know when it got over. I I'd nodded off watching the damn thing. It was, sure it was after 11. Get a roof, Minnesota. Here's the thing that drives me the most crazy. They once had a roof. They had this place called the Metrodome uh, from 1982 to 2009. And someone said, you know what sounds good? Delayed and canceled baseball games. Let's build a new field, a target field, with no roof. Rowdy, after what? It was the the game was official after the second rain or the third rain delay, right? They could have got a win with Jason Alexander on the mound or coming off the mound. Yeah,
1: technically the game could have been final if they never went back out there and played once they finished five innings. God. I was actually kind of hoping and I bet I I bet deep down Craig Council was kind of hoping that they would (laughs) have called it after five. Would have helped save more of his bullpen, and he would have somehow snuck out of there with a win with Jason Alexander going four. I think the Brewers would have definitely taken that, but they did have to play the full nine. They did get a win. I was actually surprised that they played the full game, one, because they had three rain delays, and two, because it was getting later and later. There's like
0: a mud pit, too, out
1: there. I think the game ended up being over five hours no, long. It was
0: so annoying, dude. But
1: on top of that, I'm surprised that they didn't say, hey, let's just call it or pick it up tomorrow because tomorrow's a
0: day game. Yeah, it's tw- 12, what is it today, Twelve first pitch, I think, is uh, Brewers and, and Twins for the second goal round. But yeah, you are totally right. After the third, so the first rain delay, I mean, they got the tarp out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. The second, the second rain delay, they never got the tarp out. They just stopped the game. They were like checking their phones, checking the radar, walking around, like who, who, what, what are we gonna do? And then they came back on, played. And then the third rain delay, my god, it was raining cats and dogs. It was like a strong wind and then a torrential downpour. I thought, rowdy, at the third rain delay, that they were gonna throw the flag or the uh, fly the fl- white flag, say we're done. No, no, they're like we're doing it.
1: Yeah, so the first rain delay, I was actually listening to it on the radio, and I'm like, oh, looks sounds according to the broadcast, it sounds like it's just a small cell.
0: Hey, I was listening to it on the radio too then. And then I, I had
1: gotten home and ate dinner and was like, all right, I better go shower and then go go turn the game on. So I turned the radio on in the bathroom, right? Yeah. They were talking about how, oh, looks like there's a little bit of a downpour. Looks like we might be going into our second delay. Oh, if
0: the tarp's coming out. And
1: then they were talking about how, the field crew was getting the tarp ready, <laughs> yeah. but then the umpires were sitting there saying, No, you don't need anything with the tarp. No. Then the umpires went down and looked at like the radar. Then they said no.
0: Then the tarp had to come out. Then the tarp came out. But then the umpires said no so the tarp came out, but it never got unfolded. It never got unrolled. Uh, what they did was they just stood there like, what do we do? What do we do? You know what? We're going to play. So they then they played again. It was another rain delay without having to roll the tarp out. And then all of a sudden, uh, about an hour later, my God, did the heavens open up uh, and just start pouring on everyone. It was probably, what, 40 minutes, I would say, I think was the third rain delay. And then they got back at it. And by the time the game was over, I was already sawn logs. When I went to bed, the Brewers were up. Uh, let's see here. I think went eighth inning. I think I finally fell asleep. So the Brewers were six to three winning, and that's what it came to be: six to three. Uh, I don't know. Interesting game. Nice for the Brewers to kind of uh, get on the road with all the diversity with the rain delays after a bad homestand and find a way to win the game.
1: Oh, Craig E.C. was in it for the he needed that win. And you could tell that the Brewers and Craig Council were going for that win just because look at how they pitched that game. So Jason Alexander starts. He gives you what? Four, four innings. innings.
0: Only only two, only three hits, two earned runs. Gustave comes
1: in and gets a another inning for you, and then all of a sudden you have that rain delay for once again. So, so dumb. But then get a roof. You have a lead here. the The Brewers had a lead through five that was five to two, and then in through six it was six to two. So therefore, there was no save opportunity, there was no hold opportunity for Boxberger. But all of a sudden, Boxberger's in in the seventh. Yeah. He knew he needed that win oh, yeah. because it might be tough sledding here going forward with, uh, well, especially just the one, up. the competition, and two, the fact that you still are a little light in your pitching rotation. But Craig Council definitely went for the win last night using his three big guns when yeah. at the time he brought in Boxberger, there was no hold available. And had they all held the line, there wouldn't have been a save opportunity for Josh Hader. Mm-hmm.
0: Boxberger gets in, then Devin Williams comes in, then Josh Hader with his uh, 27th save of the season. Hader looked good. I mean, Hader was a little shaky, uh, you know, these past couple of uh, appearances from him. But now, last two weeks. Hader, perfect ninth inning for Josh Hader. Craig Council's talking about it after the game, saying, you know what, after the first couple pitches on the first batter, we're like, yep. He's looking good. So, you know, Brewers find a way to get a win with a lot of adversity on the road, 6-3. to three, My God, there was a hell of Andrew McCutcheon got things rolling with the home run right away. And then a little later, oh my God, Willie Adamas with a just bomb uh, into the second deck of target field. He just skied that thing. It was badass. And then, you know, you got a little bit of Jace Peterson, and before that you got a little Jonathan Davis getting done with uh, some RBIs.
1: Jace Peterson last season played decently well for the Brewers when they needed to, when they needed him to fill in at times, kind of being that guy that could play all over, whether it be second base, third base, or corner outfield from time to time. Yeah, And they brought him back on a one-year deal, hoping they didn't have to play him, that he could be that utility guy again. You look at what he's done now because him and Mike Brasso were forced into action at third base with Luis Arias being down for that first month. Then Colton Wong had had injuries here and there. There's been injuries in the outfield and and Jace Peterson. I think, I think Jace Peterson has played almost every position. uh, (laughs) If you count outfield as one position in general, Uh he's played in the corners. He's played third base. He's played second base. He's been at first base. I think he's played nearly every position outside of catcher and shortstop and maybe center field. But Jace Peterson, when you look at his numbers, he's having a really underrated year for the Brewers. I mean, he's one of the few guys batting over two fifty, and he's been playing nearly every day because of the injuries. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the Brewers have been a lot of injuries. The Brewers have been finding ways to get it done, though. A lot of guys stepping up uh, when needed, and it's been uh, it's been nice to see the crew just continue to. Hang on for first place in the NL Central. Again, um, still two games up on the St. Louis Cardinals.
1: Cardinals did hang on and win
0: against the Dodgers Yeah, they beat the Dodgers 7-6. to six. Thought
1: they were going to blow that game. They had a nice early lead, and then every time you would see it, the ticker go across the screen, Dodgers would get a little bit closer and a little bit closer until they ended up holding on by one.
0: Yeah, uh, but Dodgers scored one well, a run in the ninth, but Cardinals at home were able to get her done, shut the door. Um, so yeah, two games up for your Milwaukee Brewers. Rowdy, last night, I I was just rereading here. The delays, the rain delays last night totaled one hour and 43 minutes. It was almost two hours of rain delays. It, It started with a little, you know, rain, and then it started to downpour a little more, so they called it. And then the second time around is when it was the fiasco of, you know, are we gonna roll the tarp out? Are we gonna keep it going? Are we gonna you know stay rolled? Whatever. And then the third between the fifth and the sixth, pitch black sky. I, I know uh, you were listening on the radio because some of the streams you had weren't working, but it was like it looked like a beautiful night in between the the first two rain delays, and then the third one it was like an ominous death storm, like just dark clouds rolling, and it was getting dark obviously, but rolling in, and then the winds just started like going crazy. And that rain delay lasted freaking 66 minutes. I really wanted the Brewers, or, well, I guess the Major League Baseball, the Twins, to call it uh, after that third one, because it would have been great for Jason Alexander (laughs) and the Brewers. Uh, Dude, Jason Alexander, though, despite all of the adversity... Again, I don't think we're going to be seeing any less of this guy. As what? Chi Chi Gonzalez just got DFA'd because Hunter Renfro's recalled, right?
1: Yeah, and I'm sure Chi Chi Gonzalez probably 98% says he won't be claimed by anyone. So he'll be probably <laughs> heading to uh, Colorado or not uh, Nashville. It's not Colorado Springs anymore. Yeah. Probably be heading back to Nashville and stashed in AAA. But yeah, you look at, uh, so the time of the game was three hours and two minutes, <laughs> but you had an hour and 43 40, minute yeah. rain delay. So technically the game was four hours and 45 minutes. Oh
0: my God. Just get a roof already. All right. Phone line's blowing up. <laughs> get, just literally get a, They used to have a roof. The Metrodome, it was a weather controlled environment, climate controlled environment. And now they're like, you know, it's a good idea in Minnesota an open air stadium. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right, uh, line one, good morning. Who's this? Hello. Going once, going twice. Line two, who's this?
2: Eric on
0: I-90. Eric, you're you're very close to Minnesota uh, and the Twins. Can you get your ass down there and tell them to build a roof ASAP? Oh, my God.
2: I can't believe that any baseball fan can complain about that lasting too long. Just a regular game
0: lasts too long, Eric. Eric, the game itself—what was the game itself? Already three hours. Three and, hours. Three hours. Three hours and two minutes. That's perfect. That's that's your that's a little below your average baseball game. that's beautiful. Then you tack on an hour and forty-three minutes of nonsense, Eric. That's where I complain.
2: Well, the Metrodome was pretty close to shaped like a toilet bowl, and that's <laughs> what it is because I watch some football games up there.
0: One of my favorite memories of the Metrodome, Eric, is when uh, they blew it up. I, I, I thought that was hilarious. Remember when they blew it up?
2: It, that, Yeah, it, it didn't even deserve that. It should just be a reminder of people who had the wrong idea. <laughs> it should just sit there forever.
0: All right, well, which is like worse, though? Which is worse, though, the Metrodome being a dump or the fact that they don't have a roof at Target Field?
2: I don't think those people care if it rains, and they'll sit there all day long. It don't matter. It, don't, it doesn't matter. If they're baseball fans, they can't. Listen, I'm not. I try to stay out of the baseball because I obviously don't know nothing about it. I was talking about that one guy who's already retired. I didn't even know him. So, <laughs> so and you can't complain about the game being too long. Why not? It's, it's way too long anyway.
0: Eric, baseball is one of the shorter sports. Football, NFL is really? longer than Major League Baseball. College football is like absurdly longer than uh, All right, Major League okay. Baseball. I-
2: you got okay. You got me then. I must just not like what I'm watching now. You,
0: because it you, just seems You, must, like a you lot don't quick. like you don't like chess, do you? You're more of a checkers man, eh?
2: No, I love chess.
0: Then what? You don't like
2: baseball? If I could have a chessboard and somebody to play with, I'd go to a
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's not raining. Yeah. They'll sit right through that rain. They don't care. So you, the, you care. man, Eric. So you're a chess guy, but don't like oh, baseball. Yeah. That's that's a conundrum right there for me. Right. Well,
2: I didn't say I didn't like it. I just say I don't go to the games
0: because I don't enjoy myself. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel you though. I, I, nice. I like I like watching it at home too. I don't watch it at home either. <laughs> All right. I like I like listening on the radio at home, then.
2: You know, I'll listen to Bob Eucher <laughs> on the way home from work because he's not really talking about the game.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Uh, yeah, uh, Eric, what else on your but, mind, brother? You, uh, so I take it you're ready for football season, then? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know it's it'll come, it'll come. I ain't even worried about it. I ain't worried about it. All right, we're gonna win. We're gonna win, baby. Didn't you call?
0: Wasn't it last week had the conversation that you're uh, concerned about the Vikings? Well.
2: No, I'm not. I don't care what they do. They're going to win. I don't care. It's not going to change my Sunday just like you. I'm going to sit down there. I'm going to watch
0: it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to
2: watch it, and I'm going to think they're going to win, and I'm going to love it. Yeah. I love every minute of it.
0: Same. And even if they lose, well, what your Vikings are going to do, but I assume the Packers will have a handful of losses, I'm still going to love it because you know what? It's the roller coaster of the season. It's the ride of the emotion, you know?
2: Right, right. And we can sit there and talk all day about, like, I listen to this baseball talk I'm like, you guys are talking about well, we only got this long and we gotta get this done in this year and, you know, it's like, it's like, it doesn't matter what happens because in 10 years you're gonna be watching. Yeah. And uh, you're just saying the same thing.
0: And I appreciate I appreciate that you listen, Eric, and let, before I let you go, uh, let me ask you one more question as you're uh, listening to beautiful WKTY. What would you rather watch, a baseball game or Downton Abbey? <laughs> oh,
2: jeez. <laughs> To go to Dalton, man, because I, I can recline and take a nap. And <laughs> totally recline. If they had those recliners at the baseball game, I might
0: consider that more. Yeah, well, they don't have the recliners, but here's what you do you just drink a couple more beers and then you pass out, all right? Right,
2: but what happens when they close the roof, you know, at Milwaukee? It's just like a big sweat dome,
0: then, isn't it? Yeah, but at least you can Crazy. still play baseball. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Eric, we we love you, buddy. Yeah, talk to you later. Sick. That's a uh, that could phone call my head scratching a little bit, Rowdy. Was my head spinning a little bit here. If you don't like, oh, sorry about that feedback. If you don't like baseball but you like chess, isn't chess more, isn't chess, isn't baseball like a, a, a thinking man's game? Isn't that like chess?
1: Well, the thing with Eric there, he made the comment that Oh, it's, he doesn't mind baseball, but he doesn't like watching it or going to it or f-
0: listening <laughs> or listening to it. I feel like you just don't like it then. I feel like maybe he like wants to like it, but something. I got, got to figure that one out, Eric. I always love your phone calls. This one was a head scratcher for me. I gotta, I gotta figure this phone call. After out. After those comments,
1: this sounds like a guy that probably agrees with Grant. He'd rather have two seconds than a first.
0: <laughs> ah, well, he's a Vikings fan, so he never really had a first, you know. Again. Get a bring this segment full circle here. Get a roof, Minnesota. Every team that doesn't have a roof in Major League Baseball, get one now. The game it was beautiful. It was barely over three hours. That's less than your average Major League Baseball game. That's what what's an average Major League Baseball I think it's game? Three oh five to three ten, somewhere in that range. College football is like almost four hours long. NFL is like three and a half hours. What's an NBA game? I guess I don't know. I think NBA is shorter.
1: NBA is shorter, than. like two and a half.
0: So, be- Major League Baseball has always got the stigma of how boring and long it is. But on the Milwaukee Bucks front in the NBA, Summer League Rowdy, four o'clock today if you want to see the Bucks take on the Timberwolves. But how about this out of nowhere? Chris Middleton getting surgery on his wrist? Did you see this? Yeah, of I saw that yesterday. The start of the season for him is in jeopardy now. Chris Middleton, out of nowhere, wouldn't, now I'm assuming this happened after his knee injury, because wouldn't you just kind of get both things done at like, I feel like this
1: would have had to have happened like in the off season, working out, like shooting or, I don't don't know, know. I don't know why it would have
0: happened, no one knows, no one knows on this thing, it's like, what the hell happened to Chris Middleton, so yeah, Uh, Chris Middleton already, your Milwaukee Bucks, now here's the thing, the regular season in the NBA, pretty meaningless, Especially uh, when you're a team like the Milwaukee Bucks, who you already know you're going to be in the NBA playoffs. Uh, Hell, just finish fourth or better, which I'm sure they can do. Uh, Chris Middleton, take your time, my man. We don't really even need you. We miss you at the end here in the playoffs, but for the regular season, I mean.
1: (laughs) I'd rather have him missing the the the, the beginning of the season
0: than the end of the season. Yes, exactly. But not ideal to miss both. Correct. I would rather have you miss the start. Then the end, as Rowdy just suggested, spot on. And speaking of the NBA, you had it in gun and gone in 60, Rowdy. I mean, the NBA is going um, to be taking these foul rules a little more in transition. They're going to make that more uh, stricter penalties for transition take fouls. They're making a play-in tournament permanent. And then you had it in and gone in 60. Uh, Adam Silver saying that they want to revisit the age that you could come into the league. The age thing is
1: so dumb it's to me. Why stupid. did it
0: ever move past 18? Well, was LeBron like one of the last guys to go from high school? Yeah,
1: I think it was like a year or two after. I think it was at yeah. 05, something, something like, like that.
0: that. Brandon Jennings, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, remember him? The young buck, the guy who had tabbed the Bucks in six. He was one of the first to uh, have to be affected by you have to, you know, have a, a one-year college before you could come in. And what did Brandon Jennings do? He goes, I'm not doing that. So he went to Europe and he made a bunch of money and then he came to the NBA. If you're good enough to go from high school to the league to NBA, then let him do it. Like, seriously, what are we doing here? I, I like Let's see here, like Carmelo. No, he, went to, he was in Syracuse for you. Rowdy, like LeBron James coming in right away. Was there nothing more electric? Started in 2006
1: that a U.S. player must have at least one year removed from high school. So
0: stupid. So dumb. Rowdy. When you saw a guy going right from high school to college or high school to the NBA, like LeBron James, for example, how awesome was it just the hype surrounding him coming in, right his rookie season? Well, it was like, crazy. I get it. it.
1: I get it. Not everyone can go right from high school to the NBA. Not everyone is a freak like LeBron James. Uh-huh. LeBron James came from being a high school senior to all of a sudden the best player on the Cavs.
0: Which is insane.
1: But he... Brian Windhorse made a career off of LeBron James, betting on that this kid was going to be something yep. and almost stalking like a kid in his family <laughs> he to was cover him.
0: Stalking. Now, uh, Kevin Garnett, another one right to the NBA from high school. Like,
1: beast. There's some of those guys that are just that good. Now, they're talking about like a first-round draft pick that probably would be really good in college, but he comes out and then he doesn't last. Like I think one of the other guys that was a guy that came out of high school that... Was supposed to be a big name and then kind of flopped. Yeah. It was like Sebastian Telfair.
0: Oh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a name. Uh, another name, Rowdy. But that's that's on you. Yes, like on you're
1: him. you're an adult at age eighteen. If you really think you can make it and go pro, Do Why it. shouldn't you be able to? Exactly. Just because some other person thinks he's way better than he is and ends up flopping after a couple of years, that's not that's not LeBron's fault.
0: No. Uh, let's see here. Chris Middleton also getting surgery on his wrist out of nowhere. Uh, His start for the uh, season could be in jeopardy. And then we were talking about the NBA. um, Adam Silver, the commissioner, talking about how they're going to be looking at the age limit. You have to be a year removed from high school to come on into the NBA. And both Rowdy and I, we both agree on this, right, Rowdy? That stupid rule. Just dumb.
1: Yeah, totally dumb. Especially if you have the ability, after you graduated high school, to be good enough to come to the NBA? Why should not why why should you have to waste a year in, in college or in the G League or in Europe when you should be able to go right to the NBA? It doesn't make any sense.
0: I don't get it. Now, obviously, some kids think they're a lot better than what they are, you know? Or there's people in their camps like scouts or trainers or agents that are like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you totally can get in the NBA. So, there are some snakes in the grass when it comes to that. But, In the most part, I think if you get uh, evaluated that you're good enough to go to the NBA, you're good. Like, let's go through some of the names here, Rowdy. I mean, it's not a big list. I brought up Kevin Garnett, 1995. First round, fifth overall pick. KG to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Dude's a beast. Then there was one name, Rowdy, a guy in high school who knew he was destined to be a star, knew he had the eye of the tiger, knew that he was destined to be an NBA great. 1996, there's one guy. Well, there's two guys, but one guy in particular. You heard of this name? Kobe Bryant? Yes. (laughs) That guy knew, I think, when he was in like middle school that he was going to be the NBA and just dominating. Kobe Bryant, another right from high school to college. Now, Kobe Bryant for me, I mean, Kobe Bryant was an all timer. for everyone, but for me, I mean, that's why I'm eight years old, really diving in the NBA. You're like, oh, my God, this is insane. And then after Kobe Bryant uh, in 1996, four picks later, remember Jermaine O'Neal? <laughs> I mean, he was a solid player yeah, for a, a long time. 1997, you get Tracy McGrady, a baller. Tracy McGrady's the I love Tracy McGrady, the man. I'll just do another couple of names for you already. Uh, Richard Lewis, You had Al Harrington in 1998. Uh, let's see here, you go a little, go a little farther. How about this? 2001, a lot of guys, one, two, three, four, five. Five guys from high school, right to the NBA highlighted by one, the overall first round pick Kwame Brown. I mean, you can say that he didn't live up to the
1: hype of what everyone thought he was going to be I'm pretty sure. He still played like a decade in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know some of the more recent ones are LeBron, um, Dwight Howard, I believe, was in there.
0: Yeah, we'll get there. I mean, uh, 2002, you got the same, uh, let's see, right before LeBron James in 2002, uh, you get a guy named Amari Stoudemire. Look at
1: you, I mean, Great player. If he didn't have knee injuries, he would have been phenomenal. Yeah,
0: and then after him, LeBron James... And then there's a Kendrick Perkins was also 2003. Uh, and then Rowdy, you're right. Dwight Howard, 2004 is a big list. Dwight Howard, Sean Livingston, Sebastian Telfair, who you brought up earlier, Josh Smith, J.R. Smith, Al Jefferson. I mean, you're littered well, with a lot of guys in 2004.
1: A lot of those names too, Ebo, they were that good. And everyone knew they were that good coming out of high school. What guys on that list would you consider a bust, where they didn't actually make a living in the NBA?
0: Well, There's a, I mean, I haven't named a couple just because they're like, I'll give but you like, a...
1: almost everyone you named. Yeah, they're whether all they, timers. Whether they ended up being like a LeBron James or or at least being like a ten year NBA vet, carved up It a nice wasn't career. like they all came in at at eighteen and they were out of the league by twenty. Yeah, totally. You're, you're spot because on. they're the best of the best. They were going to make it there regardless if you made them sit in, in a college for 1 year or go overseas for a year.
0: Totally. Uh there I mean there's a couple other names like a uh Sebastian Telfair like a Tyson Chandler, but he had a long career in the NBA. He was there for like f- Sebastian years. Sebastian
1: Telfair was probably one of the like biggest blown up names like with the Sports Illustrated and everything about being the next like stud coming out Yeah. and probably flamed out of the NBA the quickest. But I still imagine that dude pocketed a decent amount of coin before he left.
0: And I don't There's no doubt remember about it. exactly how long he played for. But out of a lot of those names, it was definitely the shortest. Uh, Sebastian Telfair, let's see here, 2004. And then he was done in the NBA in 2013. That's 10 years. And then he went to... China for a while. Employed. That's basically
1: 10 years still in the league.
0: Yeah, all these guys are talking about it. Like, some names, like you'd be like, who are these guys? But they all carved out little careers here in the NBA, even if they're the lower-level guys. So it's like you look around. Well, let me ask you this on players now in the league. Is there anyone that comes out of the draft right away? Like I, I'm naming names like Colby uh, uh, Bryant, Kevin Garnett. Let's see here, uh Amari Stoudemire, LeBron James, Kendrick Perkins, Dwight Howard. If Sean Livingston, even when he tore his leg up, he came back still was, you know, a long career. Sebastian Telfair, J.R. Smith. Sebastian Telfair
1: in parts of 10 seasons in the NBA, not counting his overseas, still made over $19 million. Good for him. That's insane. But that's the thing. It's like, okay, well, these guys are really good. They're adults at age 18 why shouldn't they be able to come out and play professionally right away if they have the ability to? I know, yeah, I you're always going to have the people that, the, the very few people that were that 1% of the 1% talented that do flame out, that do have injuries. Like, Sean Livingston ended up carving out a nice career, but he had a ton of knee injuries. Yeah,
0: and he still came back to knee injuries and still
1: yeah, contributed. Yeah, and he had to almost kind of, like, rechange his game because of the knee injury. Yeah. But when you're the best of the best of the best, you figure out ways to stick around. And most of those guys that you listed have stuck around. They didn't flame out. Yeah. Now whether and it's not a
2: big
0: list of, of players.
1: Whether they're financially all right after the NBA, that's on them. Again, who is who is it to say that because one 18-year-old is going to be a dumbass that the other 20 yeah. that you listed shouldn't have the ability to do it?
0: Exactly. Uh, there have been 41 High school draftees in the NBA 41. That's it. It's a small list. Three draftees were selected first overall. Kwame Brown, LeBron James, Dwight Howard. Two draftees went on to win the Rookie of the Year award in their first season, LeBron and Amari Stoudemire. Three draftees went on to win the MVP, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron. <laughs> You know, LeBron won it a lot. And then 10 draftees have been selected to the All-Star game, and 10 have also been selected to the All-NBA. Yeah,
1: this doesn't have to be a big list. Like, this could be, say, five kids every single year, but that's five kids that you're not giving the ability to go do it.
0: Yeah, and you got to... Listen, th- do you There's think... There's
1: nothing wrong with going to college for a year. Ding, 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 Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, Syracuse. But
0: for the guys that can do it, why not? I do not? I don't get it. It's like... Are they trying to protect the game of the the college basketball game then by having these guys go a year? I mean, how many times do we see some of these guys don't even do anything in college? Do you really Look think at like Zion Williamson?
1: Do you really think if LeBron James played college college basketball that that would be good for college basketball for one year?
0: No, I mean I mean you would get ratings, but it'd be like get him to the NBA where he can play against well, guys his level. He talked
1: about where he would have went if he would have went to college, and he he narrowed it down to like Ohio State. Notre Dame and there was, like, one other school. Yeah. But if he would have stuck around for three seasons. It wasn't Akron, was an Akron, wasn't it? Because, no, it wasn't <laughs> Akron. You know how they used to have, like, a lot of the NBA players had to play for three seasons? Yeah, oh, they used yeah. to have that rule. Yeah, If they had the rule where he had to stick around for three years and he would have went to Ohio State.
0: That would be good for college basketball.
1: Um, You know who that Ohio State team would have been? In his third year, it would have been LeBron James, Mike Conley, and Greg, Greg Oden. Try and beat that team, Alando Tucker in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, that was, was hard enough with just Odin yeah, and Conley.
0: That was when uh, both the Badgers and Ohio State were ranked number one at the same time in in the two different polls, AP and the coaches' poll, if, you're, if I remember correctly. And then they did they lose in Columbus, I think, in a really close game. I don't know, but
1: instead, uh, LeBron James was all NBA by then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he basically was all NBA when he got to the like, league. As making these guys go to college for one year, is it really good for? Uh, College basketball, you see guys sitting out. Uh, they're like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to risk my draft stock. I'm going to sit out for the end of the season. Or I'm going to sit out for March Madness. Or no, that's a no for me. Well, I know who's just doing of, that
1: for Duke. I know a lot of the uh, Jalen Johnson. Yeah, well, he's hurt, from. You
0: know, he was hurt and he didn't want to come back because he didn't want to hurt his draft stock. Well,
1: how about how about the fact that you know how Kentucky is and Kalipari is really good at getting the one and duns and they've kind of made that a thing. Yeah. But John Calipari, he's a really good teacher of basketball too. Like a lot of those guys get much better under him. But you know who's trying to be like a one-off of like the Kentucky these days is if you look around college basketball, it's the Memphis Tigers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. And and Penny Hardaway is the coach. Yep.
0: They can. They've
1: been they've been busted for like illegal recruiting violations, violations, having like weird grading stuff. And I know they had that. They going to give the cars away or something. But it's like. Is that really that good for Memphis? Memphis isn't even that good. No, they have a lot of talent, but they're not that good. No, at least Calipari gets them together, and they like win, and they've won national championships, and they're consistently good. I feel like Penny Hardaway just funnels a bunch of money to these kids <laughs> and says, "All right, yep, I'm basically your
0: babysitter for a year. We'll see. a Well, good luck after the season. Well, I mean, Rody, you talk about Calipari, right? And like, well, we get all this, we get all this NBA talent, and we're gonna do it all. The last time they won in the tournament was 2012. Yeah, but Kentucky's been good yeah, pretty per- much every single year. But that's like you get these guys that are LNBa NBA talent. And then what do they do? I mean, maybe they'll make some final fours, but usually they're flaming I feel out before like with that
1: the parody in college basketball. And with all the talent that we see just in division one in general, yeah, it's so hard to be the UCLA's of like the sixties and seventies where they won like every other title. Yeah. I feel like now if you win a couple titles a decade, you're doing pretty damn good. Oh, totally. Like look at, look at where coach K was in the nineties versus what coach K is now. And it's, and it's not like he didn't change or evolve. No. He all of a sudden went after cuz you know he was like the hey let me go after the the four year players that are going to be there forever. Then he changed it up to like the, Hey, maybe I'll go after some of these three year studs. And then even late in his career, he was going after the one and done's he continuously won at a high clip, but he didn't win as many national championships until the game started changing a little yeah. bit. till there was more and more talent.
0: Yeah, there's more parody now, uh, obviously, but you know, there's more parody in college basketball when it comes to this, but
1: would you take John Calipari as the Badgers head coach right now? Totally
0: in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're
1: going to get good players. Totally. You know that John Calipari runs a lot of these USA oh. basketball camps,
0: and he's he knows what he's doing. I'll get a little greasy with it. Why not? Greasy. He- he- Sir? Why wouldn't you? Here's the I, thing, though, I, I really. I'm doing it in a heartbeat. I mean, look at the, There is parody in college basketball now across the field, but when it comes to these, like, superstar guys, who's... Is there a lack of superstar power? I don't
1: think out? I don't think nil changes this at all either because when we're talking the NBA, the NBA at this point is starting to get into funny money. Like the yeah. average NBA player is now making like eight or nine million dollars a year. It's
0: insane,
1: and that's why it's a total steal when the Bucks can get Pat Connaughton to pick up a player option for like five and a half million when he's at least an average player in the NBA. Yeah. He could have been making twice of what his current contract is, but he wanted to stay with the Bucks. It's it's getting ridiculous how much these NBA contracts are for an average player. These these kids could leave, be like a first round pick or in a top ten, and all of a sudden be coming out there and making
0: damn near what an average NBA player makes year one. Yeah, totally. Uh, very intriguing to see what it is. Uh, we have a question here. We'll talk about it after the break. But uh, on Twitch, our guy X Ray Punk good morning x-ray Punk. He says do you guys think there should be an age limit which there is obviously from high school to the NFL you gotta have a well there's years there's in no
1: there's no age limit in baseball which I agree with because mm-hmm. baseball's
0: truly a well, different sport we'll talk about it after the break rowdy we'll get into it uh, on the NFL side of things I just uh saw this so remember when Kelvin Ridley was busted for like gambling kind of well I mean he was Quote yeah, quote, where he, he put a parlay down. For like, it wasn't like $500 or something. Yeah, it wasn't very much. He was suspended an entire year for gambling. A whole year, Kelvin Ridley suspended. And yes, gambling is legal in a and bunch of states. And he
1: wasn't even available to play. He was injured.
0: N- correct. Suspended an entire year for putting down a little dinky parlay. And the NFL dropped the proverbial hammer on him. I now see this from uh, late last night out of ESPN Cleveland. Some of their reporters are saying, as I hear from reliable sources right now, the the suspension looming for one Deshaun Watson,
1: four to six games. So I found the Calvin Ridley handle he had wagered about thirty nine hundred dollars across six separate bets, and also had one long, long, long four hundred and eighty one to one parlay that could have netted him like one hundred and forty four grand. He did not win. Yep. He ended up profiting six hundred and fifty four dollars from those bets. Jeez, that cost him an entire year. He made six hundred and fifty four dollars from those bets when
0: he was. So he lost money.
1: No, no, he profited. Oh, I think I thought
0: he you spent, you spent upwards. Of he, 4, his $1.
1: handle was almost four oh, okay, thousand gotcha, dollars. so how gotcha. much he was throwing around was almost four thousand dollars. Yeah, how much he actually took home and won was six hundred and fifty-four. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So he came back with like forty-five-ish hundred. Okay, but yes, six hundred and fifty-four bucks cost Kelvin Ridley, a guy who was not playing at the time because he was injured, an entire season.
0: Uh, Deshaun Watson, and last I checked. You can legally gamble in a bunch of states. Now, I know in the in the rules of the NFL, you can't do it anywhere. Like, it's a no-no, and hence why he got a suspension. But in certain states, sports gambling, indeed, is legal. Last I checked, it is illegal to do the things Deshaun Watson has done. There's a thing called consent. And Deshaun Watson apparently did not get consent. Deshaun Watson, from reliable sources... Four to six games is his suspension looming. Now it's uh, not official yet. That's
1: incredible. Wow. For for the original scuttlebutt saying, "Hey, Deshaun Watson's done for at least a minimum of a year,"
0: to now four to six games. It's, I mean, it's nothing's confirmed or official, but this is what ESPN Cleveland is saying, as they heard from their quote reliable sources. Four to six. Games. Interesting. Here's the thing about the NFL and professional. They ho- and just-
1: As Cleveland Brown fans, which they probably are at ESPN Cleveland, they better hope that's true.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, here's the thing about the NFL. The NFL, if you can win football games, they let you get away with a lot of things.
1: But if you're the first one through that door, you normally get axed. Like yeah. look at the look at the um domestic violence with Ray Rice mm-hmm. with the video. Yeah. So obviously he was only suspended like a game or two I think it then was. Then the video came out. Then the video came out and it was basically the entire year. And, and then, then his, rest of his Whether career. they want to admit it or not, Ray Rice definitely got blackballed by the NFL. But then fast forward a couple of years, Greg, Greg Hardy, Hardy which both are not seen as both are terrible. But here is the but thing: his one. Ray
0: Rice. Okay, I'm not I'm not condoning what Ray Rice has done. But obviously, his wife and himself were committed on working on their relationship and getting past that. His wife sat down with him in an interview and talked about how they were working through it, and she forgave him, and this and this and this. Ray Rice committed, They ended up getting married. Yeah, because they weren't they weren't
1: married. At yeah, the yeah, time. they're
0: married. Ray Rice committed himself to becoming a better individual. What did Greg Hardy do?
1: Yeah, Greg Hardy then. Years, what is it, a couple years later, Mm -hmm. there was no video like the Ray Rice video because it wasn't in a public elevator. There was just pictures of the woman. But there was was pictures of the woman and some of the area of like the apartment or house. And his guns. And yeah, he what? He threw this lady onto a bed of guns, beat the beat the hell crap. out of her. Like threatened she to was murder or kill she her. was a walking bruise.
0: Yeah, I felt so bad for that. He had like a bed of guns and he th- he beat the hell out of her and threatened to shoot her and uh, yada, yada, yada. One was blackballed by the NFL. And I'm not saying what it- he did is right. Don't get it twisted. But
1: Hardy was back in like 5 games. Yeah,
0: Hardy was back in no problem and he got signed again to get into a new team. Hardy never admitted to any wrongdoing and then he went in, uh what to to MMA. Is he he still fighting or is he done He gets
1: abused every time he fights someone that's worth anything.
0: And now Deshaun Watson, four to six games? He got got ten games without pay. Four to six games? Are you kidding me? Wow. That's just
1: wow. Hardy was ten games without pay. Ray Rice was an entire season and then never playing again.
0: And how wh- what is Deshaun Watson up to now for accusers? Twenty six. I think
1: originally, like the number that was out there, wasn't it like in the sixties? Well, uh, but I I think it was like in the sixties for like accusers, but people that stepped forward was like twenty or thirty.
0: Four to six games. What this is what's crazy about you know professional sports, a lot of to do with the NFL. Is if you can win games, people that have the money that can give you contracts, they'll they'll turn a the blind eye, or they'll feign punishment.
1: I just can't believe though that you talk you talk about a Calvin Ridley that was injured betting on games, not even in the same state that the the yeah. Falcons were playing in, yeah. and he made six hundred and fifty four dollars off of his little weekend excursion yeah. at the casino and he gets nailed for a year. And that's
0: the that's the craziest part. He 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 did sports gambling. He gets a year suspension. Josh Gordon smokes weed and gets suspended years. Imagine um,
1: imagine how much more money you would think he would have to take like on the take to throw a game. I don't think he would be doing that with his buddies. What <laughs> For a $654 profit. Yeah. Or even just the amount he was throwing down, just under $4,000. Wild, dude. In the grand scheme of things, when you think about some of these high rollers, four grand's not even that much. Crazy, man.
0: Oh, uh, rowdy, they had that new telescope, um, that satellite out there. What was it? The, the James Webb Space Telescope. That cost $10 billion to make, and they sent back a picture that looked like... Uh, Like black speckled paint or maybe like some marble, black marble from some countertops. I thought it looked like a 90s bus seat pattern. $10 billion to make. But when they zoomed in on it, uh, there actually was in one of the galaxies they show. It was actually an over-the-line banner flying in one of the galaxies many, many uh, light years away. So we are international, uh, intergalactical, I should say.
1: Isn't that like a Star Wars reference? What? What? Many many light years and galaxies away.
0: Oh yeah, it's in the start of Star Wars. Yeah, in the, in the little. You should be proud of me. I picked up on that. Well, I wasn't referencing Star Wars, <laughs> but yeah, I am proud of you for uh, putting yeah for collect, connecting the dots there a little bit. But yes, um, we are intergalactic. So, and I'm not talking Beastie Boys. We are everywhere. Uh, everyone listens to the show, and I'm going to tell you more evidence why here with Josh Hader momentarily. But first, at 9:20, I couldn't wait. 9:20, we're going to be joined by uh, our friend Mike. From Shiner. I have a Shiner Bach in my hand. This beer is. <clears throat> <clears throat> it's good. Usually I wait till 920 to open these. I couldn't wait. I wanted a Shiner right now. A Shiner Bach, some good stuff. Go to madcitysportszone.com. You can win a sixer. You just got to sign up for the relief pitcher. That's. You got to be of 21, of age. And then when you're there, you might as well sign up for the golf outing. Rowdy, speaking of the golf outing, August 5th at beautiful Coachman's Country Club, baby. Uh, $350 for a foursome, $95 for a single, uh, 18 holes of golf, a cart, lunch, goodie bag, beer and pizza social after the event, ton of beer, ton of pizza. Roddy, we have all kinds of people stepping up to the plate, and I have a surprise for you. Before I get show you the surprise, though, tell the fine folks, oh, we got first supply. Yeah, so, like, we we are coming through for you. You're definitely going to get your bang
1: for your buck in this golf outing. Oh, yeah. Like Ebo said, 350 for a foursome, 95 dollars for a single. That includes 18 holes, a cart, a box lunch, oh, yeah. and then the goodie bag. The goodie bag in the cart. We're going to have all kinds of goodies. Going to have a ton of stuff in there including multiple multiple drinks what from Carbon 4? Carbon 4 just jumped on. We have Clutch energy mm-hmm. drinks that will be drink. in your cart a couple other items, but then once you get get out there on the course, we have PRP wine international. That's going to be doing a wine tasting at a hole.
0: And they have a great prize too. They Well, they did last time we did it.
1: We have the mallards that said that they're going to be up there. Maybe potentially either doing a ticket dump or
0: a merchandise. Yeah. And if Maynard, I saw my grateful dead night, maybe you can bring those funny mushrooms. I tried to get off them.
1: And then once we play, and we have our round. Afterwards, we're going to have the raffles, the prizes, and we finally, since COVID, got reloaded with uh, prizes. Yes, sir. And on top of that, Pizza Pit donated 30 pizzas.
0: <laughs> and we have a keg of, of beer. Yep, carbon floor, keg of beer, pizza. Rowdy, uh, speaking of uh, com, but Rowdy. Rock what? Realty is going
1: to be there, so if you're looking to buy or sell a house. <laughs> Which is insane right now,
0: yes. Rowdy, speaking of prizes... You will not be bored at this golf outing. I have something for you that uh, we're going to be you know, giving to all the golfers there. But I have something for you specifically right now. And the beer I just opened. Check this out, dude.
1: And there's one of the prizes. One of the things in your goodie bag. Look at this. And I just over got it. over-the-line
0: the koozie. I, we just got over-the-line koozies made up. And they are sick. So, Rowdy, there's one, there's one for you, brother. There you go. Oh, there you go. Look at that thing. And we are, a, you know, obviously we carry the Milwaukee I feel Brewers. like with some of, the, some of the dust on this one, they must have been oh, I holding put it, out on us no, for I was, a while here. I, I hit it down here <laughs> where it's, it's pretty dusty down here. I, our cleaning people kind of struggle sometimes. But, yes, look at it. These koozies are sick, dude. Over the line on one side. So, yeah, side. A koozie,
1: get a scratch off or a, a pull
0: tab. On the other side Energy drink, carbon
1: four, pizza pit. Look at this. The
0: mallards. And I can, yeah, the mollards, and I can attest, I am putting the beer that I just cracked, the Shiner in the koozie, ooh, and it fits like a dream. Oh, just slides right in. Mmm. Oh, delicious. The beer just tastes even better with this koozie on. I don't even know how it's possible, but it is. Wow. All right, Roddy. More evidence. And, that, and by the well, way,
1: we only have about 30 or so Yeah, it's going up quick, so get in. So, yeah, make sure to get it in just because we do have to let them know what our official number is, and it has to be capped at
0: 80 people. Yeah, Uh, King, you're not the brightest, are you? You said great visual for a radio show for the uh – the cancus. Well, you're literally watching on Twitch. Here's you're the koozie. watching it. So no,
1: no, it, it's blue like Milwaukee Brewers navy yeah. blue. Not yeah, the brightest. With Milwaukee Brewers yellow with the over the line logo on one side. Then oh, the gosh. other side, it's the Zone Madison's logo mm-mm, with our mm-mm, call mm-mm, numbers. Mm-mm.
0: And it's all in mm-mm, Brewers mm-mm. colors. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's mm-mm, mm-mm. slides right in. Hey, baby. All right, Rowdy. More evidence that everyone listens to this show. Again, I just told you we are intergalactic. That James Webb Telescope found a over-the-line koozie floating out in the Andromeda Galaxy from the aliens that love us so. But here, specifically in the state of Wisconsin, we were talking about the uh, two all-stars that are going to you know the midsummer classic here next week. Corbin Burns going to be there. This Brewers you know, Cy Young Award winner, ace, and then opposite of him or along with him, I should say, will be one closer, Josh. Hater, oh nay, nay though, Rowdy. What did you say yesterday about Josh Hader? Well,
1: Ben was talking about how oh, Ben, Ben Kenny. Yeah, how it looked like with the Brewers kind of pushing off Corbin Burns' start, allowing him to be eligible for the All Star game to potentially start the All Star game because that's a big honor, yeah, especially right. in in the baseball ranks. And I told him that's all fine and dandy. I, I'm all right with Corbin Burns pitching in the All Star game and and being an, a starter. But the one guy out of the All-Stars that the Milwaukee Brewers have, I wouldn't mind if Josh Hader got those entire four days off, the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, and the Thursday, because the Brewers don't start back up playing until Friday against the Rockies after the All-Star break. And the reason why I wouldn't mind Josh Hader having some time off is because before yesterday's appearance, the last two weeks it looked like Josh Hader was taking on a little bit of water. Like he was still solid, but he he wasn't throwing strikes. He was missing the strike zone. He was just a little shaky. People were starting to get better at bats on him. People were starting to put good contact on these at bats. It almost looked like he maybe he was starting to hit a little bit of that first half wall. And I totally. Would be fine with Josh Hader not pitching. Then the news came out later yesterday that Josh Hader would not be participating in the All Star break yep, gonna or with the All Star Wife game. and
0: newborn child. Wife
1: and newborn child. I wonder if he the, listens. If the Brewers were like, "Hey, you just had a kid," and he's like, "Oh, I'm kind of missing the family already. Why don't you take the day off?" It's a win win for everybody. Yeah, it is. Josh Hader gets to go visit with his family and have more family time newborn, with the newborn, newborn kid. kid like a, what, gets a month, like old? four days with them. He's a month and old. At At the same time, Milwaukee Brewers and their fans get to shut Josh Hader down for four days, give him a little
0: rest. Again, more evidence that everyone listens. I think Hader was a little sheepish, a little bashful, didn't want to like commit to not playing. And then he heard, of course, he's listening to Over the Line. He heard Rowdy talking about it. He heard us talking about it. He's like, you know what? The the boys are right of Over the Line. I'm going to take off. I, I think this is a good move. It's a, it's a fantastic move. Now, it's a meaningless game.
1: Now, like if Corbin Burns was all of a sudden starting to take on a little water, like we saw in his last like three starts, people are starting to hit him hard, maybe gives up four or five runs. I would say, eh, maybe, we, maybe taking that off would be good for his arm. But he's looked sharp. I mean, he's looked great. Yeah. I know he's had a couple starts here and there in the first three-plus months where it was like, eh, We've seen better from him, but overall, Corbin Burns' his numbers have been better this first half than, than last yes, year. uh, last yeah. year's first half when he won the Cy Young. Yep. He's arguably been a little better. I'm fine with him pitching. Plus, as a as a starter, you normally get like four days between games, yeah. and that's just a four day window. Some people could probably argue that taking that off and not doing anything might throw him out of his normal routine where he's throwing every four days. So, I mean, I, I totally get that, but Devin but, Williams might be sliding in here and taking a spot. M- yeah, maybe yeah, maybe, maybe. Nader isn't officially going to be playing. Like you said, maybe Williams comes in. I'm fine with Williams pitching because totally. remember just a week ago, they said he was already, uh, you know, not available due to workload. He pitched two innings in a week. They they have been babying him. Baby who the baby now, He's also been phenomenal, basically since May. Remember, he struggled. He's throwing a lot of, uh, walking a lot of players and missing the strike zone quite a bit to start the season. Yeah. Well, I mean, he settled in nicely, and now him and Hater both have ERAs sub one point nine zero. I mean, I mean they they're both pitching quite well. I know, hate like we said, Hater has struggled a little bit recently, sure. but both are throwing well. I I think the Brewers as a whole, with all the injuries that they've had. And the fact that they don't have one all-star in the field.
0: Not even close. And, and, it, and it's
2: it, not it really even, it's wasn't not even close. close. The
1: only guy that you could try to make a case for would have been Willie Adamas. And then someone will look right at you when you're trying to make that case. And be like, bro, he's hitting like 220.
0: Hey, but he was leading the majors at uh, his position for home runs. Yeah, he's been productive when he hits. He hit a donger last night, too. Oh, my God. He's
1: actually on pace this season to be a little bit more productive than Dude. he has historically when it comes to home runs and RBIs. But. Willie Domus, he hit a
0: dong last his night. His
1: batting average is down and his on base is a little down.
0: Yeah, I just. Here, let me just. I just want to do this real quick here. A donger.
1: 2 1, Adamus,
0: a high fly ball, deep left field. Gordon back to the warning track, and he looks up at his guard. Just a donger last night. But, uh, anyone Second else,
1: like who has had the next best season outside of Willie Williadamas' production for the Milwaukee Brewers out in the field? Maybe you could argue Renfro, but he's been on the shelf multiple times. By the way. Yeah, he's just but he was just activated and he's been on the shelf multiple times and let's be honest. He's not even a, he's not even close to being a yeah. top three outfit. And also, uh with Yellich, the, no, no, No.
0: With Renfro activated, we say goodbye and good Goodbye and so long to one Chichi Gonzalez, who was d. De- or I, I well, think sent away.
1: with he's the dead. lack of players for the Milwaukee Brewers being in the All Star game, maybe it is a nice little a nice little four days to take a breath. Yeah, Re- recharge for a little maple get syrup get in the mentally hair. focused again, a little maple and then syrup come in the back hair. for a big second yeah, half. Totally. Especially Williams might not get the call. Hater already says he's out. You might only have one guy actually participating in the game, and it's Corbin Burns. Yeah. And who knows? It it does come down to the manager, which is Brian Snideker for the uh, Atlanta Braves, on how much and when yep. these guys pitch. Yep. Maybe he doesn't pitch Burns. I can't imagine that. We'll see. But more I, I highly doubt Corbin Burns throws more than an inning. Yep. We'll see what happens. <laughs>